welcome to a brand new episode of Unfiltered Tea. I hope this podcast finds you well and in peace with yourself. Maybe with hopes that our world is going to get better at some point. So grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a glass of wine and let's get ready. Hey everyone, this is Daniela this week. Um, for today's episode, I wanted to talk about grieving. So what happens when we lost someone really important to us? Like how our uh, body and mind process that? And I think it's a very uh, subject that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's very painful. So I found myself with a lot of grieving lately for the past few months now. I I did not know that I have so much pain inside of me towards this person. And I think being in this personal growth journey has taught me so much. And trying to open my heart is probably why or the reason that I've been feeling the way that I've been feeling. It's basically the learning of feeling your feelings, even if it's too painful. So before that, I'd like to let you know that I finally was able to get a microphone that actually fits my laptop. So I'm the kind of person that bites things without looking, you know, like only looking, like not reading. I don't read what I buy. I, I, I don't read what I buy. It's, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I just like to shop. So this is my second microphone. I bought this cute microphone with a filter and also cute. I think I got it because it had like the little filter kind of professional kind of thing. I don't know. You know, such a tiny microphone. It was so cute. But it turned out that it didn't fit my MacBook Air. So I went on YouTube and I did what normal people do. I look, oh, how can I uh, make my external microphone work or this? And it says I should buy an adapter. Adapter. It told me to buy an adapter. I get the adapter that is on the link of this video on YouTube and I got it and turned out it didn't work. It, it's, I think I needed to buy another adapter to make it work. So... After a lot of consideration, I return it. And then I got another adductor. Adductor. Come on, man. Adductor. For my TV so I can uh, stream games and uh, yoga videos that are not on YouTube. And it didn't work. Guess why? Guess why? Because it wasn't built for a MacBook Air. It was for Windows. It happened again. So that's how my past two weeks has been. Uh, today it's August 16, 2020. It was a really hot day today in Houston, Texas. I Right now, around 7 p.m., we're 97 degrees. Earlier today, it was on 100. And your, um, it's called heat index, I call it. Um, in my bad translation into Spanish um, sensations, it was 107. So that is hot. 
I think we are very close from uh, being over with this weather. I am very happy and I cannot wait for fall and everything that fall has to give us. I learned that maybe that's my favorite, my favorite season out of all four because I don't have too cold, I don't have it too um, hot and it's perfect. And you have pumpkin spice lattes, which I adore. Anyways, I just wanted to uh, give you a little story before going into this podcast. Something a little bit, um, something a reason to laugh at me for being silly and not paying attention to the things I buy. I I will probably keep doing it. So don't don't get your hopes up that I'm I'm gonna stop doing it. No, I'm gonna still buying things. And with this um, podcast. I like to um, I would like to start telling that I appreciate all the love that my family gave me towards all these years and they still do um, my mom's dad he died on 1998 he he had a heart attack and he passed away on May 14, May 14 of 1998. I was four years old. I think I just turned four that year. And nobody prepares you for this kind of things. I like to think that um, everything happens for a reason and it was his time to go. For the little things that I remember, I I remember a few moments with him before he died. And to me, that's amazing because, you know, when you're like around three, four, <clears throat> you don't have that many memories. But I, I don't have many memories, but I do have. The, the little few that I have is with him. So since since I was a baby, I felt so much loved for this person. So much love. Out of everyone, I don't know anyone to be jealous of this, but of my family. But I know for sure that I was his favorite grandkid. He didn't have many back then, but... He, it was something between us. It was like a friendship, love. It was so hard to explain. It was some sort of connection. That's how I feel it. And I, I do remember a few moments before he died, like previous, like uh, one time getting ice cream or one time he, um, he was able to see me in a like a presentation, like a performance, some like a dancing care garden kind of thing, something like that. I, I have a picture somewhere, I remember. And I remember he took me to the company he used to work, and I remember that was a rainy day, and there was the street lights were on because it was dark, and I remember I was in the front seat. Because that's how we do another third world country. We put um, four-year-olds in the front seat. And I, I remember him. I remember this big guy with the biggest glasses. 
And I remember he will come out at lunchtime and have lunch in front of the TV with a little, um, uh, like a little table to put his lunch and, you know, chilling. And he will take his shirt off and he will just, you know, relax and eat and watch the news or whatever he was watching. I don't remember. I don't, I don't go that far <laughs> to see what, um, what he was watching. So... That day on May 14, he, <clears throat> I don't know, for some reason, I was there. Uh, we were seen that night. I honestly don't remember where Gavi was. I have few memories, but I, I completely remember the time he died. So it was my grandma, my uncle, and it was me and him. He was like in a, in a in his bed, and we were watching TV. I can tell you what um, what TV show was on. <clears throat> it was like a national TV show back then. It was a Thursday. I remember that too. And I know I was jumping from his bed to something like a little mini bed that was on the floor. And well, back in the days, there's only there was a big apartment and it was only, there was only one AC. So we were all asleep in the same room because of it was a really hot city. Oh, it, it is a really hot city. So I remember I was jumping uh, back and forth, back and forth, and then something happened. Someone realized that he wasn't breathing or something like that, and that's when I started notice that something was not good. Something wasn't okay in that moment. I remember they were trying to wake him up, and nothing seemed to work. Next thing I know um downstairs downstairs neighbors come in and they take him and they put it in a car we had like a um it was like a hospital i like to say it was two minutes away it was really close so they put it on a car and i remember seeing in the car he was so tall that he wouldn't fit on the car he will they will have to drive with the uh, doors open and they left by the stories that my uncles and my grandma will used to tell after he died, like years, years after. She walked around midnight that night through all those empty streets to that hospital just to see what was happening to him. And when when he came in, um, he was dead. It was. He had a heart attack and his heart failed and that was it. And I try not to break in in this with this story, but it's so hard for me to not feel what I'm feeling. So um, I remember that we were. It was my mom and my two neighbors from downstairs. They stayed with us. And I remember being in the living room and my grandma came in and like it was yesterday. She told my mom he didn't make it. He died. And she just went on the floor and hugged her and I started screaming and crying because he was gone. He wasn't with us anymore. 
I don't remember crying. I, I don't remember crying. Everything else after that, it's a complete blur to me, like blurry. I, I don't remember much. I know that my mom took us to our dad and so we can stay the night with him. And I wasn't able to go. They didn't take me to the funeral or, um, or to like whatever. They had him for a little bit. And no, the funeral is when they have him for a little bit. They didn't take us to the cemetery either. I, I wasn't there. I, I heard later on that all the people that he worked with, they showed up in a bus and he has so many flowers. He was one of a kind, for sure. He he has so much love for his family. He have the best teaching lessons for life. And he was so special to so many people. I I can't even begin to describe how people will talk about him later on. And they still do. He is so remembered, even now, 22 years later. But the point is that I, I didn't grieve back then. Because nobody tells you what death is. One day he's there and the next day he's gone. You know? And that's when you realize what being dead means. You're not here anymore. And we gotta live with that. We gotta live. We ca- we have to keep living. Because life goes on. Life goes on. So I've been trying to... I've been trying to see what's going on inside of me. Because... There's memories from after that until like I was 11 years old that I can't remember properly. I just can't put a a word to it. Like, I it's gone. It's like a space, blank space during those years. So I don't know. I remember that we used to go every Sunday to the cemetery. And my grandma will listen to this sad, really, really sad song. <laughs> that whenever I feel really sad, I play. It it reminds me of him. It it um. It makes me feel closer to him. I don't at this point of my life. I don't remember his voice. I. I don't remember. A hug from him. I do remember that one time he wanted to drop me off at my mom's and I didn't want to go and I was crying. And I cried so hard that I don't know how you call when you cry so hard that you can't even talk. <laughs> that only have that only has happened to me one time and it was that moment. I remember that crying. And Nobody prepares you for this. Prepares you. (laughs) 
nobody prepare you for this um i always felt really bad for my grandma because they love each other so much they still do um it was such a beautiful love story that i always wanted for me <laughs> i always wanted a guy just like him for me and i felt so bad i felt that she was not gonna make it and i loved i love her so much i remember so much love towards her back to, during those those years after and man my voice must, must sound so freaking bad right now but it's this is the point of this podcast is to have you with no filters this is the truly the true emotions coming out the feeling your feelings this is all real and unless you don't let it and unless you don't let it sit in there with you and and pay attention to it it's not gonna go away so it's good to talk about things sometimes especially these kind of things so continuing with this story i i had to do this podcast by part because i don't think my heart can tolerate talking about the whole thing in just one sitting um i was actually doing the tea of the day because it's seven almost seven thirty, so it's time but yeah i always felt this connection with him that anyone else had i felt so close to him and i think i felt closer with him with my grandma and being with her and honestly back in the day i don't remember what i like to be around with her so much but i think i think she needed me those times i think we needed it each other to go through this even though i didn't know i was in pain i did not know i just I moved on with my life and what what life was basically going to school and that's all I remember. Even I I'm not sure I think it was fourth grade. I we had an assignment and it was um, the assignment was name a moment where all the family got together and I I don't know why what, what I wrote about but this teacher that i have um back then she was she knew the family and um she knew my grandpa and my mom and my my aunt they went to the same school that i i i went it's like two minutes away from the apartment they she still lives so um it was like in a tradition it was a tradition he couldn't see happening (laughs) every time i remember an important part of my life and I remember he wasn't there it breaks my heart it breaks my heart in tiny pieces it's that's painful for sure I she she read she read my assignment and she goes like what you didn't put when uh, you should write or you should wrote about when um, your grandpa's funeral you know a lot of people came for that the whole family and I'm like huh interesting (laughs) I didn't consider it like that thank you maybe next time 
So I moved on. I remember feeling, um, remember him feeling his accents, his absence. Um, a few times in my life, I try not to think about a lot. Sometimes there are a couple of times that it used to hit me hard, but not this hard. It was like one day I, I remember her for something or I don't know. I saw something like a picture or something and I, I just started crying and, you know, I, I moved on. But you will think that after 22 years, you, sh you will feel better about and not being around but if anything it feels worse it feels more painful than ever <laughs> I don't know why I, I have no idea why it's been 22 years without him almost all my life almost all my life um I miss him. I miss him every day. I've been missing him a lot. I think I miss him the most when I'm facing something difficult in my life and I, I like to have an advice. <laughs> I found that in the past before too. Um, I always wonder what if he would have been here with me? What if his heart would have been healthy? He will still be here. I will bring him here so he can see how the first floor was. And I will take him everywhere. And we have and we will probably have our little adventures together. Like when I was a little kid. He wouldn't see me in my Kansas. He wouldn't see me graduate for high school. We good great. He wouldn't see me, he would have seen me graduating for college. <sighs> But that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <sighs> He's still around. I I always felt him like a guardian angel. Always. I always felt this incredible energy sometimes around me. Some when something is good, when something is real, it doesn't scare you. It just doesn't. It just feels right. And when I feel down Sometimes I feel I cannot cry anymore. I remember that. And this light inside of me fills with peace. Fills with... I don't know how to explain it. It feels good. I... I used to feel him a lot in Venezuela, this energy. I... I feel that when I moved in here to Houston, I lost connection with my past. I I think I was looking for that. 
I think when my mom told me, hey, you have a plane ticket to Houston, I said, screw everything, new life, new me. I never stopped to understand that maybe I need to make peace with my past and then welcome new things to my present and my future. I, I didn't understand that. I do now. I feel so bad for the way maybe I ghosted a lot of my family when I came here and didn't pay attention what was happening, what was actually happening, or I wasn't even paying attention what's truly important in this. It's family overall. In my family, at least on my mom's side, has been struggling a lot for the past few years. I feel that we try our best to keep ourselves together, you know, like, after he died, like, get together, and birthdays, and New Year's Eve, and Christmas, and all those moments. I think we did a pretty good job in standing together and not losing that connection towards everyone uh my uncles my cousins everyone um we will have this tradition on new year's eve that we will all um, be around in a table in the dining room table right at 11 55 something like that we will put the radio where they used to have these amazing songs, uh, very traditional songs. And we will talk about the year that uh, we are leaving behind and what we're expecting for this new year. And we will always talk about him. We will always talk about that we know he's looking over us and that we know that he's here, you know, and we'll all hopes that nothing can can be real that you cannot bring someone just because you want to be with them you know um, but we will we will always end up crying everyone right around uh, midnight and we will hug each other and have the grapes and a little bit of champagne well it's not even champagne it's like cider or something like that I'm not sure anymore and then we will have uh, food, or delicious food, like later after. But um, he's he's so remember even now. He is so loved by so many people, and it, it makes me put a smile on my face. <laughs> I I love him so much. He is my hero. So, yeah, so when I came here to Houston, I, I feel I lost connection with him, with that energy. I think I focus on a lot of things that I shouldn't be focused on. And, well, first I was very filled with a lot of work. I, I used to work so much. And the only time off that I had was to sleep and to recover from it. It was, a, it was really demanding to me. So... Since I've been starting this opening my heart journey, I found myself feeling more. That's when I figured that his death, his death, his death, um, his death, I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Um, his death uh, was more painful than I thought. 
And I think now I'm like kind of processing it, like it happened recently. But I found myself in the darkest, most painful moments the last two months. It's been about him. It's been about not having him with me, um, not being able to sit with him and talk and ask him, man, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) I'm struggling and I don't know what to do. I don't know what am I supposed to do. I I think that there are the hard lessons of life and we just had to learn how to deal with that. I you might sound or you might feel that the sound of my voice is better. That's because I deleted a lot of of a lot of part of the um, of the continuing of that um the this episode i i felt i felt i was being too vulnerable and it was too much it was so much for me to upset and to release out there so much uh sadness and pain and crying so i do not like that people see me crying, I hate that. If I could avoid that, um, if I could avoid that, I would. I would. But I had to record the po- uh, this podcast separately, and there's gonna be hard days and they're gonna be easy days, and and sometimes you might get distracted by life, like different things, like work or you know relationships and friends, and you know the day by day. But um, sometimes you're going to feel sitting with your thoughts and maybe imagine a few moments or like what if this would happen or maybe what if that would happen. But I can tell you one thing. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier. I that's saying that time will heal you that is bs that i can tell you with all the certainty in the whole world that does not work because it's been 22 years and it feels like it happened yesterday the pain is still there um the love is still there it's even bigger now i I don't think that's something you will ever get it over with. The only thing is that you do need to learn how to um, how to live with that pain and <sighs> that's the hard part. That is the that's the really hard part of accomplish that. Each person try to process things the best way they think they can do it I sometimes I don't process his death very well <laughs> but it's part of life I I usually find myself in the lowest moments when I remember him I go and I open this picture of him and it's a picture of um, it's him, my grandma in it's the three grandkids the only three grandkids they had back at the time so it was my biggest cousin my oldest cousin I one that I was like 
two months apart and then it was me i was like 15 days old for the picture like i was just a baby like the teeny tiny baby and he looks so happy they look so happy and proud and <clears throat> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like what kind of relationship you have with whoever you lost it, it doesn't matter because it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt her her it's gonna hurt either way and my advice let it sit there for a little bit don't try to hide it if you want to be alone and give yourself the chance to feel it maybe take a night apart from or like away from everyone and you know sit with that for a little bit and see how do you feel i'm pretty sure you're gonna feel better after i wanted to also give you a quick reminder that um not everyone is gonna understand your pain and you need to be very aware of that um, you might not feel that or you might feel that people are, are not understand they're not understanding your situation and the pain and everything that you're going through so not everyone goes through things like this i think um the universe pick us randomly i like to say i like to think that i actually like to think that that the universe pick us randomly to give us this kind of test of life and um it's kind of trying to you know prove that we can make it you know we can we can continue our lives and we can go on and life is gonna get better at some point and, and it's gonna start um, it's gonna stop hurting less eventually eventually that happened <laughs> it, it also had to do with the um with the connection that you have with the person for sure so i don't have pictures of him oh well i do have a couple i have like three four pictures of him and I don't remember his voice or anything like that, but I hold into those pictures and I I hold into those memories of the little few memories that I have from him. And that's all I need. That's all I need. That's that's enough. That's enough for me to to hold space for for that pain. And I cannot go back and feel like oh I can fix the past. If I can fix the past, I. I will do things differently. I I don't think that's something we can work on. Unfortunately, um, we don't have a time machine to go back and fix things. Things just happen and that's it. And there's a reason why it happened. And every day that goes by, I believe that more and more and more. The, I know that for sure that I carry with him. Um, I'm not carrying with him. I, I carry with me all the values that he left in our family and all the ethic the good ethic the being a good person and helping people and caring and being kind especially being kind but for real though what does it mean grieving from a place of love it's easy whenever you feel that sadness is taking over let that love for the person fill your heart let that love open your heart and be there for other people
I will always love him. Always. He is one of my favorite persons out there. I he's my guardian angel and I'm sure that one day we're gonna we're gonna have a get together and talk <laughs> but for right now is it's just pain it's just painful and it's painful if it's I have no words to describe it I am so sorry that this was not the most cheerful podcast out there. I promise you that I save you some time by listening to me crying. Uh, that was not good. I <laughs> I went in to uh, edit all that content and I was like, nope, nope, nope. This is not going anywhere. This is not going anywhere. But I wish that whatever or however you're feeling right now i hope you're doing everything you can to make you feel better and to work towards the person you want to be and you know if not well it's part of life we're gonna learn from those mistakes it's no problem there's always um there's always a pickup i have this phrase from a uh, a tennis pleasure tennis pleasure let me see if I can find it. This is Babrinka Tattoo. I'm going to read this to you because I feel it's pretty awesome. It says, Ever try, ever fail. No matter. Try it again. Fail again. Fail better. So I think that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to say. Um, if you feel you're falling apart, well, there's always a way to pick up yourself up. And if we fail again, well, we try it again. It's always about not giving up on anything. I I certain certainly certainly. <laughs> How many mistakes can one make by pronunciations of words? Difficult words. These are difficult words. People, bear with me here. Bear with me here. <laughs> I I was sent certainly race in a family where we do not give up for anything and if people don't believe in us we're gonna work harder and prove you that yes we can we can do we can do what you thought we couldn't do so that's all you're gonna have for me this week i you'll have gabby next um for next episode's podcast and I'm never sure what she's going to talk about because just keep in mind, this is pre-recording, so I'm not sure uh, the order year of the podcasts are coming out. Just keep tuned. Um, we'll keep you posted on the Instagram is of Unfiltered Tea Podcast. And if you have any questions, any advice, any telling story, just let us know and we'll be there for you to hold space. Have a good day.